guys, welcome to episode number 72 of Beef's Beef. It's been, what, nine days since the last time we recorded? Approximately, due to scheduling constraints. Yeah, BJ had a little... I got it right on this one instead yeah. of messing it up on the last one. <laughs> BJ had a little getaway down to uh, Gatlinburg this past weekend, so we couldn't get together and, and uh, get some stuff done. But a lot on the docket, uh, some... Some stuff that I don't really want to talk about in the starting at the very beginning, uh, with you know the Louisville review from last night. You asked me about halfway through the second half, and I'm like, dude, I cannot wait to record tomorrow. Right. After the game, not so much. Uh, you know, we got our locks of the week. Uh, not going to spoil anything, but I might be back to my old beef. Just going to say that. Uh, definitely got to talk about the All-Star Weekend. Big All-Star Weekend. It is. I love the All-Star Weekend. So do I. I mean, I I've, I disagree 100% with the debate you had on your Facebook not that long ago with, with that fella that said that the NBA All-Star Weekend is the worst one. Right. Well, uh, you only got a couple of options to choose from. That was my point. You got the Pro Bowl. You got the MLS, whatever you want to call it. I'm not even going to give it a title. You got the MLB. I mean, that has to be second best. Yeah. I mean, the Home Run Derby and the Dunk Contest are probably the things that go up against each other the most. Right. The Home Run Derby is – that can be very, very fun to watch, even though all it is is just guys hitting home runs. But sometimes you get shows like what um, – Aaron Judge, uh, Aaron Judge did, Bryce Harper. Sometimes you just get those shows and you're just blown away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it plays back into, you know, I'm not a huge baseball fan, yeah. so obviously I'm biased in that conversation, but it's exactly like I said. That's 1A, 1B. There's no other um, All-Star weekend. You know, if you try to put football in there, I'll look at you and laugh. I love I love football, but the yeah. Pro Bowl is garbage. Yeah. Nobody wants to be there either. No. I mean, <laughs> until they do, like, what – Major League Baseball and the NBA does and put it in the middle of the season, it's not going to do anything. And football is such a different game. Nobody wants to go out there. They're making no money for being there, really. I mean, huh. some of them have it in their contract where if you make a Pro Bowl, you're getting a bonus. But as far as being there and playing hard, there's no incentive to it whatsoever, <laughs> which I guess that can be the same for NBA. But chances of you getting hurt, I mean, think about it. How many NFL games have you watched where zero players got hurt? Uh, I've never watched a football game right. where someone hasn't gotten hurt. And how many basketball games have you watched where nobody's got hurt? I've yeah. seen a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, but we'll go over the All-Star weekend, revisit our draft that we have to finish, which – uh, I'm going to win. Uh, oh. I mean, I'm already – I mean, if we're going now, I'm drumming you. I'm just saying. It's it's looking good for you right now. But yeah. It's like I told you before. I think that first pick is big. So, now I've got first pick of the re- uh, reserves. Let's see if I can do a better job than Giannis did. Yes. Uh, yeah, because – oh, man. That was – that's – whew. That, that might be the worst pick since Bowie over Jordan. <laughs> it's just any – and you ask which pick, oh, yes. Right. Giannis's picks were just head-scratchers. Except for the trade. We'll get into it more, but I don't think the trade was the trade. The trade wasn't horrible, no, but – uh, We have, we have a, a quote we want to go over that, that kind of interested both of us, as well as revisiting our dunk votes. And uh, I have another beef. And guess what? It's not sports related. None whatsoever. 
It's not sports related at all. Or political related or Grammy or music related. I mean I'm I'm sure he's won a Grammy and I know he's done music. I don't think he's won a Grammy with his music. That's all I got to say. I don't, I don't know. That's <laughs> that's something that we would have to Google, but it that has nothing to do with what we're what we're gonna have to beef with, right? Or with what I'm gonna have a beef with. You you have a spinoff beef. It's almost like the Connors with Roseanne. It's, we'll just have to wait and see. But I might yeah. have a beef with your beef. You might. I don't know. You always you never cease to amaze me with some of the things that you that you come up with. Because yeah. a lot of the time, see, uh, what you guys don't know is a lot of times we'll get here and we'll study and do stuff for a couple hours. And then we'll even go over kind of the stuff that we plan to say. And BJ will still hit me with something in the middle of it, like he did with the joke a couple weeks ago. That uh, apparently one of our friends was not real too happy about. That I still think is hilarious. Uh, go back and listen to it about three episodes ago. 31 minutes into the episode. I think so. Yeah, it was... (laughs) Yeah, it's always fun to keep it fresh. Sometimes they come spur of the moment, too. Sometimes it's a little bit of pre-planning, but, you know, it's always better to do it. Some of the stuff planning, some of the stuff on air. Absolutely. So, Louisville last night had a a home game, blackout. Um, Was that true that was the first ever blackout? For basketball, yes. Okay. It they was, mentioned that on air, and I, I didn't know if that was true or not. First ever blackout for basketball, yeah, because you got to think when you're at home in basketball, right. it's it's not weird like football where they wear the opposite color jerseys at home. That's a good point. I didn't think I about f- it like which that. Which I've never understood. Yeah. Why do you do that in football? Why do you wear the opposite colors at home? I'll be honest. I think I like that better as far as not the opposite colors, but like think about it. If it's UofL, are you known as a white team or are you known as a red team more yeah. predominantly? I mean, obviously in this case it was black, but that's why I like the football because you've got some more options. Typically, I mean, we were definitely red alternate. in this one because we were choking so yeah. bad. Yeah. So, I mean, we were definitely red in this game. You needed about ten more timeouts is what you needed. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. We needed about four more players on the court that weren't afraid is what it was. I mean, Louisville goes into the half uh, just skyrocketing. Uh, Darius Perry gets that, gets that yeah. wild tip in, puts us up, I believe, nine going into the half. Um the next nine minutes, or the next ten minutes, a little, a little under eleven, we get in Zion Williamson's head like no one has all season. I think it might have been Williams too. Williams looked like he was doing a good job, giving him a couple extra bumps here and there. Perry did a lot of it because yeah. he and Perry played AAU together, which I'm sure they mentioned that on on air. Yeah, they played AAU together, and I don't know if you could tell them they were talking. Yeah. Oh, they were talking big time, and they weren't even guarding each other. Perry hit a bucket. He's yelling at Zion. Zion comes down, gets an M one. He's flexing at Perry, which and I love, by the way. That I, makes I, it so I, much better. Like if it's something like that, I love it. Yeah. I, I'm all for it because those two dudes know each other. Right. I mean, it'd, it'd be like me and you playing against each other in college, and just like I'm going, I'm scoring. I'm like, oh yeah, what do you think about that? It'd, it'd be just like that to me. Yeah, competitive nature. Absolutely. That's bragging rights for a lifetime. Think about yeah. it. If you're going to talk to that guy for the rest of your life, you need to get a W about it. You know, you can't lose to him. Absolutely. So, Louisville is just on an absolute roll all the way through the first half of the second half. Everybody, too. I mean, it's coming in from all angles. Yeah, I mean, you had Noir and, you had Noir and Enoch. You had Sutton. Uh, Cunningham Williams. was the only one who wasn't filling Cunningham it up. Cunningham didn't score. No. He was the only one who wasn't filling it up, but he was still – 
carrying a load. I mean, he was still playing a role. Jones didn't score, but he was still important for them as well. To, or, I mean, he scored, but he wasn't scoring at a high clip. Yeah. Um, this Louisville gets up 59-36 with a Sutton 3 at 9.58 left in the game. And I hate to bring it up, but I get a text because uh, right before right before that happened, Zion gets his fourth foul. Right. And I get a text. Okay. Bet you're hype right now, aren't you? Don't do you, it. You you want you want to know what I said back? Just so you know that that because you know what type of person I am. Yeah. My exact my exact answer back was. It was, how freaking hype are you right now? Well, I'll be really hype if this stays the way, if it stays this way when it ticks zero. Right. That was my answer back. And that's what it is because anything can happen, especially with a team like Duke. I mean, you've got a couple of guys who can get hot in a hurry. I was talking to Troy, actually, our buddy Troy, and uh, Troy texts me, and, you know, we, we talk about that's kind of where some of my spreads and stuff come from. And uh, he was mentioning – Oh, my goodness. I did not expect a blowout. And I was like, I wouldn't consider it over. And when Zion came back in with that, you know, coming back in with four fouls, you could see it on his face. You didn't see it because you were there. But there was some – he was not nervous at all. He was not pressing at all. He had that look like, all right, we're going to come out and throw a couple punches Well, see, it's easy to do that when you know that you're not going to get a foul called on you at all. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's easy. Everyone knows why everyone's there. That's the most – that's the most people we've had at a game all season. They weren't there to see Ant- the Goldwire. No, they were there to see Jack Zion. White, your buddy Jack White. Yeah, they were there to see Zion Williamson. Yeah, but I don't. And the think referees knew who was brighting their checks. I watched it from a very unbiased viewpoint. I watched I the Kentucky I don't game that at all. Yeah. Hey, listen, you're talking to a Carolina fan. If anybody, I should have wanted you all to win. I, I had no dog. So in that now point. you're saying you didn't want us to win. I didn't want you all to win by 23. I will go on record saying that. Think about it. If you beat Carolina by 21, you beat Michigan State earlier in the year, and then you beat Duke, I would never hear the end of it. Not from you, but from everybody locally. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of true, but at, see, in that point, I wouldn't really care. But that's what I'm <laughs> saying. I I had no dog in the fight. I didn't want anybody to win. I didn't want you all to win by 23. That's what I'm saying. And watching it, I, I think there was – a lot of stuff that was, you know, it could have gone one way or another. Um, you could watch, same thing with the Kentucky game. One possession, they'd call one thing, and then the next possession, they'd call something different. It, it was for both teams, so I wouldn't say it was a greatly officiated game, but I don't think it was unfair. No, I, that was more just a poke because it's Duke. Yeah. But because, let's be honest, no one really likes Duke. And I can't really say anything because no one really likes the Patriots. But <laughs> that's what it kind of feels like. When I mean, it's funny to me that Jeremy is a huge Patriots hater, but he loves Duke. Yeah. And it's like, you like the Patriots of college basketball. I wonder how he was feeling during the game last night. It's oh, like I, you said. I, I texted with him. I said, because I, I, he and I have gotten, since we've gotten older, to where we can text and stuff. Where I mean, he, we'll text each other and we'll actually talk about what happened, because he knows that I'm not going to talk crap to him. He yeah. just knows that that's not my. I don't want to do that because I hate it when they do it to me. Yeah. I texted him and said, "Man, you all just wanted it more tonight." He said, "We wanted it more that last ten minutes." And I said, "We just couldn't do anything with y'all, man. Y'all, y'all got on fire, and it. And when you all get on like that as a team, 
I don't know if there's anyone in the nation that can stop you all. Yeah, but how good they looked in the last couple of, I think it was nine minutes, ten minutes, whatever you want to call it, they looked equally that bad at absolutely. the first ten minutes of that. Absolutely. absolutely. But, I mean, Reddish was just shooting from wherever he wanted. Yeah, but he missed a lot of shots, too. He, he was not afraid to shoot, which I liked seeing out of him. I told you, he was coming out of Pennsylvania, and, and I try to keep up with players out of Pennsylvania, and he intrigued me. He's, he's a lot more athletic than what I saw him in high school, too. Um, but I, I wouldn't say Barrett was the one who underwhelmed me. We mentioned it earlier, you know, before I was talking about put yourself in a GM shoes. Who would you take? Barrett or Zion, based on what we saw last night, and obviously that's only one piece of the pie, that's not even a conversation anymore. No, I, and I was – I've never – I've always liked Zion. Um, I'd never I – still, I still do not get the people that are like, he's going to go right now and be the best player in the NBA. I still do not think that. I saw somebody say he could go and start for any team in the NBA. That's no, pushing it. No, he's not. Is he very, very good? Yeah. Absolutely. Last night he gained more respect for me than he has any time since I've watched him play. Yeah. Last night he had zero dunks and ended the game with 27 points. But a couple of those tips, did you see? I mean, in person I bet it was even more amazing. But on TV, he's going up and tipping the ball, and it's like top of the backboard right around there, and he's just skying over people. His footwork is phenomenal. Yeah. His hands are great. Yeah, but his power, oh, my goodness. Yeah. He's a freight train. He's he's like a, a bigger Larry Johnson. Yeah. Like that's, well, he was knocking down the three on a couple of them. I think at one point they said Duke was two for 12 from the three-point line. That was in the first half. Um, but he wasn't scared to shoot him. If you're going to give him space, he's a matchup nightmare, though. I was telling you, give him the ball on the block. He's going to turn over his right shoulder. I, I mean, Enoch couldn't stop him. Williams couldn't stop him. Um, it was crazy. The person that honestly did the best on him was Noara. Yeah. Because Noara was beating, was beating him on the other end. And if you notice, they switched him off of Noir when he wasn't guarding Noir anymore. Yeah. Noir was blowing past him. Well, and the other thing is, think about Noir is going to space it, so you're taking away a, a rim protector by yeah. putting him on Noir. I like that adjustment by Coach Oh, it, it, was, it was the best adjustment that they made. Well, besides other than going to the press. Yeah. But, what you had to being down 23. Yeah. You're either going to fold and give up, or you got to you got to do something. The zone, the press... Up front was interesting, but going into a zone on the back end, that's the real move. That was – Coach K does not like zones. No. It, it's weird how most big-time coaches don't like zones. You hear guys like Cal are against it. Uh, well, it doesn't K. translate to the next level, though. And at this point, you're not – who cares? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not getting paid to be at the next level. You're getting paid to maybe – or you're getting paid to, to get Wait. guys that are – yeah, to win, which are – to do that, you're going to get guys that go to the next level. Right. But who cares if a defense that you play translates to the next level? Yeah, at I this get point, that. like you want to help your players as much as you can on the on the offensive end, but just as much the defensive end with a zone, you're still going to have to read things. Yeah, and that's all in something that's going to help you in the next level. So to me, I, I that's why I don't agree with that. I'm not I'm not claiming to be smarter than Shashevsky or Cal or any of those guys when it comes to coaching. But that's never something that I've really understood a person being like, no, I won't play a zone. What happens if you have a team that literally can't shoot? 
I mean, you take right. – let's take that Kentucky team in 2010. They could shoot, but they went two for 26 from the three-point line. Right. You're going to tell me you're not going to throw a zone on that team with Wall and Bledsoe and all them? I'm throwing a zone on them all day and saying keep shooting. See, that's my thing. I, I don't think running a zone for a, an entire game works out in, in a lot of cases. You look at a Syracuse or, or, or a couple of other teams that do stuff like that, it can. I like it mixed in there because it's like I always said to you, I like changes of looks. Yeah. It's a chess match out there. If you're Absolutely. a coach who can't make an in-game adjustment, you don't make it very far at this yeah. level. And that's what I love. The, I mean, I'm I'm not going to bring it. I, he who may he who will not be named. I loved about his defense that was here before, um, and Mac does it too. Mac will go from a man to a one-three-one back to a, a man. Yeah. He never really goes to a two-three, but he goes to that one-three-one. Um, Roy so, runs a little run and jump trap where they'll once the guard crosses half court, and I'm telling you, a lot of times it's out of timeouts. Rarely do you see it not work. And then think about it: Carolina's trying to get out in transition. It, each coach has their own specialty Absolutely. with that. It's all about playing to your strengths, and I guess that's where it comes from with them not liking zone. But, yeah. see, to me, with a lot of that zone stuff, it lets you it lets your guys sit back and rest a little bit, but also you're staying engaged to where you can step in the passing lanes. That's where I don't really – but that's – I mean, I guess that's where they're coming from. They're trying to play to their strengths, but to me it doesn't always make sense. Well, Coach K's adjusted over the years, though. So think about it. He's adjusted in his recruiting. I mean, yeah. he, this is – the last couple of years have not been your typical Coach K teams. And then he's also, you know, think about it. I wouldn't say it was a Patino style of defense, but it was a very physical, very, you know, full court press the entire game. Um, now they still do bits and pieces of it. But think about it. They didn't do that until they were down by 20. Yeah. that Like their defense looked like what Louisville's defense used to look like. Yeah. It, it literally was. It was, we're going to bully you. You turn the ball over, we're going to score. I wonder, though, and, and this is going to sound bad, you're not going to like this, I wonder how much of it was good defense and how much of it was poor offense. I, I think mean, it, no, I, oh. I, it, it was both. There were, there were some points where Duke just made a great play, and there were some points where uh, there was also a couple plays where uh, you had one where Zion fell down and then CC slipped on the sweat. That one's something like, okay, like what are you supposed to do there? Right, and it led straight to an easy bucket. Yeah, yeah it literally fell into the guy's hands and he laid it up. Yeah. And then there was other plays where you threw it to you threw it to Moore, he threw it to Perry, and all of them were dropping the ball. He threw it to Williams, Williams dropped it, picked it back up, threw it to Perry, he dropped it, picked it back up. He threw it to somebody else, and then he dropped it, picked it back up, then he threw it away. Right, it was a perfect and, storm. Yeah, and it was just like, do none of you all want to be on the court right now? Like, are you all literally that scared right now? They hopefully – this is going to sound bad because I'm not a moral victory type of guy. Hopefully this helps in the long run because think about it. Uh, we watched the Carolina game together, and there was not even an inch of comeback in that game. And it was interesting for me to watch, was that going to happen again? And I thought – genuinely thought that's what was going to happen. And it's like I said, when Zion came back in, you could see a, a, he's the leader of that crew for sure. Well, you knew when he came back in it was going one of two ways. It was either over because he was going to get his fifth foul. Right. Because you knew when he was putting him back in with that – he put him in right before that run. Yeah, he put him in right when that run started. Yeah. And I looked at my buddy Parker and I said, you see what's going on right now. They're panicking. 
they know that if they don't make a run now, the game's over with. Yeah. We just hit that three. They're putting him back in with four fouls. It's do or die for them right now. Well, and I don't think Zion has fouled out of a game this year yet. They were talking about that on the uh, broadcast. They can't let their baby boy foul out. <laughs> Come on now. We know this already. We just talked about this. No, you talked about this. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, they can't let their baby boy Zion foul out. That's the, that's the king right. of college basketball. It's the king of ESPN right now. I'm he just gets talked about more on LeBron, and that that's rarely ever happens. Yeah, but you know the refs don't – they don't care about that. Come on now. That maybe the NCAA does, but the refs don't. You don't think the NCAA has some type of thing on the refs? They got it on everything else. Why don't they have it on the officials? I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying, you know, I think – there would be things that a would come out. You know, it's kind of like we were having a good conversation about conspiracy theories down here. Those conspiracy theories are all fun, and there are some of them that stand out to you. But it's one of those deals. Don't you think somebody's going to blow the whistle? In this case, somebody's going to come out and say, "Hey, that was a very good pun." You like that? I like that. That was another quick one. We did talk about that. Uh, yeah. Before. <laughs> so, uh, Louisville. Just to kind of go over what ended up happening, if you were. If you live in a box, yeah. Duke went on a thirty-five to ten run to end the game. Uh, beat Louisville seventy-one to sixty-nine. Um, Tough way to lose too. It was, as far it was as the ending. I, I I was talking about this uh, with my buddy. I don't know which one hurts more, the Virginia one or that one, because I was at both of them. Yeah. And I'll tell you this right now: neither one of those hurt worse than the Sweet Sixteen loss in Indy to Kentucky. Neither one of them do. And the, the, but that Virginia loss, man, man, I didn't get out of my seat for like twenty minutes to walk to my car. By the time I got to my car, the pregame show was already almost over. That's how long I sat in there. But that moved Louisville to uh, eight and four, fifth place in the ACC. Uh, kept Duke with uh, kept Duke with one loss. And they are now sitting solo atop the ACC. They swept Virginia now. Uh, Virginia beat you guys, not to bring that back up, but that puts you guys at two losses. Which uh, I don't want to talk about that game, but, man, Kyle Guy, he's an Indianapolis kid. Respect to him. That dude came to play, as always. Yeah, um, Kyle Guy's a very annoying player, but he's very good. He, I wish he'd bring the man bun back because then you could hate him even more. Yeah, I, I don't see. Here's the thing, man. I hate what Virginia does to us, but I, it, it's hard for me to hate their players. Yeah, because none of their players are dirty, really. They just, I hate what always happens when we play them. Well, and it's like I said to you too. Think about it. They're without Shayok. If Shayok would be there, Shayok is having a great year. If he would be another piece that they could have this year, they'd be even better. Yeah, but. Louisville um, goes out of that game. They have Clemson coming up this weekend. Um, I think they'll rebound. Uh, I will be at that game heading home, and then we will be heading to uh, Richmond, Kentucky, to see our, our boy John Morant play. This, uh, yeah, that that sounds like a lot of fun. But let's not overlook the Clemson game. I, I think you know. Once again, there's no games that sneak up on you on the ACC. But you were talking about it. You've got Virginia coming up after Syracuse and Clemson. Yeah. And so you go to Clemson. Or no, we play Clemson here. At home, excuse me. And then you play at Syracuse. Yeah. So 
It's going to be, once again, don't don't sleep on any of those games. Uh, don't look ahead to that Virginia game, and definitely don't look past that 2-3 zone of Syracuse. Trust me, Louisville fans have not looked past the month of January, other than the fact that we've said, man, I hope we can survive. <laughs> because when we saw this at the beginning of the season, the only unranked team in it was uh, – what do we play? Boston, Boston College. College. Notre yeah. Dame. Or no, Notre Dame's in, in March. Notre Dame yeah, is our, is our, right, is our right. first game in March. The only unranked team in, in February preseason was Boston College. Yeah. So trust me, we all knew about the month of February already. Because you, you go North Carolina, Virginia Tech, Florida State, Duke, Clemson, Syracuse, Virginia, uh, Boston College, and then like, – Dude, it's, it's just a, it's an ACC schedule in general. It, but, dude, no one's schedule is bunched up like that. It's oh, be, here we go. I'm not saying that – look, I don't want it to sound like I'm saying that someone has it out for us. I don't want it to sound like that. Yeah. But I haven't heard an ACC schedule. Maybe your has, AD has it out for you. <laughs> the, maybe the one that's not here anymore. <laughs> but I've never heard one that bunched up before. Yeah. And, again, I'm not saying that in the ACC or anyone has anything out for us. I don't think that. Well, see, that's the thing. Carolina plays Duke – twice at the end of the season every year because typically it's going to be good matchups. And then sometimes we play them a third time in the ACC tournament. Sometimes so. you all play them. No, you all have never met in the tournament. I almost made a mistake. Yeah. That is weird that Louisville and Kentucky have met multiple times in a tournament, but Duke and North Carolina have not. That's typically we're one and two seeds. So, you know, bracket-wise we're in different brackets. You know, you guys aren't one and two seeds that often, huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that, but I mean, more often than not, you guys get coddled because you all never get in trouble for anything. Yeah. So if if we want to if we want to go that way, paper classes. By the way, I forgot about something. Something we need to bring up that about that Duke game. Yeah. We both saw something. We've played or watched basketball our whole life. Correct. And I saw something that I've never seen a human being do. Maybe because of what you said, maybe because the cameras weren't good enough or whatever. Maybe this is just a great picture. I don't know. That's a thing. I'm not sure what it was. If you all haven't seen this, we're going to share the picture on our page. Good call. This picture where it ended up being a jump ball. I know a lot of fans were upset about it. I thought it was a jump ball. Uh, to me, it looked like it was, and it still looks like it was in this picture. But Zion Williamson makes... Tom Brady looked like a choir boy with the way he's deflating this basketball. So maybe hindsight being twenty twenty, now we know Brady's hands were just so strong that he squeezed the PSI out. I of never it. thought of it like that. Hey. That's that's it. Bingo. Brady's got stronger hands than Zion Williamson. That's yeah. just what it is. Who was playing luck? Was the opposing quarterback? Yeah, he didn't have much that, left that game. <laughs> that yeah. Well, that hurt your argument a yeah. little bit because that's a big dude too. But but. This picture is absolutely phenomenal. And like I said, we'll yeah. post it on our page. I mean, the ball's literally dented in almost a half an inch. Yeah. And it's you watch the game, so you know the ball wasn't deflated yeah. at all. I mean, it's it's literally Nora's got it squeezed on each side, Zion's on the top of it, and it is going in. <laughs> yeah, like it is nuts. It is nuts. And one of the arguments that that one of my buddies had because he said he he could do it. And then he came back and, like, once every person said, no, you can't. Like, you don't realize, like, how crazy this is. Yeah. Because this is a fully inflated basketball. You're and not a gonna... lot of times they use pretty new balls, too. So that Absolutely. bladder in there is nice and tight. 
And then finally he was like, all right, I don't think I can do it, but I still want to try. I'm like, I'm all about you trying. That's fine. Yeah. But you're not going to do that. You're not going to be able to do that. And I'm, I just keep looking back at the picture, and it just blows my mind. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I made a joke. Listen, Nora looks like he's in a lot of fear here. So when you look at this picture, tell us where you think uh, Zion's right hand is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, take your wildest guess. But moving forward, I told you guys I'm bringing the old beast back with the lock of the week. I'm bringing it. I'm bringing him back. I told you all from the beginning that I was going big spreads, which we're both two and two now. By the way, I had a tough loss. Well, and you, you took had a, a big. You took win. a loss. Yeah, it was. Oh, a rare, rare occasion. Oh, I don't think I took a loss. I think the Denver Nuggets took a dump that night. I don't know what happened. Happy learned how to putt. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, I'll let the loser go first. Losers walk. Well, and to all of our fans, I figure out what the problem is. Anytime that I trash talk your picks, I end up losing. So, in this time, I'm going to tell you in advance of your pick, I think you're doing a great job. Well, see, I think this pick is going to be phenomenal. You can go ahead and mark it down and lock Beef's pick in. But my pick, <laughs> on the other hand, you know, I'm just hoping for the best. I'm willy-nilly out here just shooting the, one in the dark. The basketball gods are listening, BJ. They know what you're doing. No, they have no clue. They know what you're doing. But since they have no clue, I, I've got the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder playing on Valentine's Day against the Anthony Davis 25-Minuters, the New Orleans Pelicans. And it's a three-and-a-half-point spread, so Oklahoma City is the favorite, even though they're on the road. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, OKC. They've been playing pretty well lately. I think Paul George has 30-plus. I think Russ Westbrook has another triple-double. I think they go home to their beautiful significant others and have a fantastic evening after. Actually, that's probably a long drive or a flight for them. Um, New Orleans to OKC? Yeah. That's not too bad on a flight, I don't think. I don't know. I've never. And also probably going to be the last game of the week. Yeah, and they probably have their significant so others actually there. Flying, they're actually flying to Charlotte from there. You know, maybe they're going out on the town that evening. Who are we to judge? I don't yeah. know what's going to happen except for I know in the game OKC will win by three and a half or more, a.k.a. four and more. All right. Well, the basketball guys heard you call them clueless. so <laughs> That was you. No, you said they can't hear me. They're clueless. So I believe the streak will continue for the beef. I was referencing a movie. The streak will continue with the beef. I'm taking the Gonzaga Bulldogs over the Loyola Marymount. I'm not, I'm not sure what their mascot is. The Catamounts. That's what I thought. I almost said that. The Catamounts. Gonzaga is favored by 20 and a half. Back to the big spread beef. Give me Gonzaga covering the 20 and a half. Which I, I think actually, in all seriousness, every time I've said a big spread wasn't going to cover, it did cover. And I wouldn't be shocked with looking at the recent wins uh, from Gonzaga. You know, the Catamount's record is pretty decent. But, 17 and 8. Yeah, but not in their division or conference. So. I think you might be spot on on this one. I might I'm, be. I might be, but don't try to butter me up. I'm just right? saying, I think it's a great pick. No, I, I'm I'm not going to fall for this, BJ. You're buttering me up here. So, uh, something that we are going to do, we are going to uh, take a couple of 
we're gonna we we love drafts. Me and BJ, that's a, that's a thing that we like. We love taking and, com- and competition. Yep. And as uh, I think everybody should, but not everybody does. No, that's why not I say everybody, everybody should. Does. Uh, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a couple uh, couple players in each of the categories. Yep, we're uh, talking about the All Star Game, NBA All Star Weekend coming up. We, we there's a couple of competitions that are standing out. You got the Taco Bell Skills Challenge. You got the AT and T Dunk Challenge competition. You've got the Mountain Dew Three Point competition. That intrigues me, by the way, because I think AT and T got the raw end of the stick this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they kind of did. To be honest with you, if we're, if we're talking about, uh, you know, who's got the most star power? Yeah, it, they definitely did. So the only rule that we really have is in the skills challenge, we have to take a big man and we have to take a guard. Yep. Uh, our ruling was Jason Tatum is a big man, Luka Doncic is a guard. Same thing with Kuzma. Kuzma's considered a big guy in this yeah, case. Yeah, Kuzma's a big man. I think that was showing of your hand who you're going to take, so I'm going to note that down. Uh, it was not. I, I just I, we were we were just going through the certain players, and then the uh, three point contest we're taking two apiece. Uh, the dunk contest, we're only taking. I, it would. I mean, it's up to you. I think we can take two because I don't mind taking the other one. I'm fine but, with that. Uh, uh, yeah, we're gonna take. We're gonna take two. That way, at least one of us get a winner. Because that way, one of us is gonna have a tiebreaker. Yeah. Just in case we both stink it up in the other ones. Which in the All Star Weekend competitions, you really have no clue. Some of these guys come out and want to actually compete. Some of them just want to be there. Um, It'll be interesting to see because there's no real recipe to picking a winner in this case. So, what we'll do? I gave BJ because he's younger, and he, you know, he lost in his pit lock of the week last week. Younger and wiser. I gave him the first pick in the skills challenge. Which is funny because even though you gave me that, I'm about to throw you a curveball. You thought you knew who I was going to pick as I, far as the no, guard. No, I did not. I did not. I did not think I. The only. I think I thought. I think I. I think I know who you want to pick as a big man. Okay. And I thought I knew who you wanted to pick as the dunker, but as a guard, no. I think I could see you go three different ways. To be hundred percent honest with you. Well, with my guard pick, I'm going to go with a guy who's lightning quick, and even though it doesn't help him in this case. I'm going to say swipe or no swiping and go with a Lexington legend. Probably not a legend. Um, I'm going to go with De'Aaron Fox as my guard in this. I think he's pretty quick. I think he's got accuracy with the passing. Um, His jump shot is not bad, but I worry about him knocking down that jumper. I'm hoping that he comes out and actually wants to compete. He's having a great year, so I think he can get it done as the guard. Well, since you didn't take my guard that I wanted, I'm going to go ahead and take the big man that I want just to make sure that you don't get him. That's great. That's exactly what I was hoping for. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you probably have already guessed who I want is the big man. I honestly haven't because I was thinking you were going to take a guard after me, but I know who I want is a big man, and there's a couple of decent options, so I'm not sweating uh, it. I'm going with the best passing big man we have in the oh, NBA. You... I'm going with... Nikola Jokic. You can't even pronounce his name. That's uh, it doesn't better. matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, I'm really thinking. Why did you make me pick first? This is. I gave you the option. This is. I gave you the game. option of picking first. 
So did you really think I wasn't going to go that direction? That's the beauty of us not going over our draft picks before. For sure. Because he's honestly upset and sour that I got him. Because yeah. this was my – you thought that I was playing mind tricks on you because I wanted you to get Doncic. I was, thought you were going to take Doncic. Oh, I'm still going to. I'm still <laughs> yeah, going to, not to ruin the pick. But I wanted you to pick a guard for as soon as oh, you, man. as soon as you took Fox, I said, played right into my hands. This is terrible. I, I just if, got cheated on live if, television. If, if you could, if you could see that Birdman gif right now, where he's rubbing his hands together, that's me right now because you fell right into my trap. God. So thank you for giving me that pick. You would think I would have learned by now, but yeah. my goodness. So that moves to you to pick your big man. Yep, for the big guy. Now, since I'm at limited options, I, I, and now you've taken Doncic out of the big guy conversation. Now I know why you did that too. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Very clearly in this, I'm going to go with a person who is outside of the playoffs currently. Our good friend Tony will enjoy this pick, but I'm going to go with Kyle Kuzma. I'm hoping he's not going to play it too cool for school. I'm hoping he's going to get a little bit competitive. Well, you know, you know he's going to be a good passer because that's all he does. No, I don't think so. Because that's all he does because he's got LeBron on his team, so oh, he's got to pass God. the ball in. He passes the ball to the rim is what Kuzma <laughs> does. That's what I'm – yeah. Kuzma's I think I might have locked this one up, man. Oh, I think man. I might have got this one. I, yeah. I didn't think that I was going to be able to swindle you and you let me. Yeah, the Jokic pitch pick was the, the pick of the night. That hurt. Thank you. Thank you. I will be here all night. So that moves us to the – uh, second pick for me, I uh, gave it away already, Luka Doncic. Uh, so that gives me Jokic and Doncic. Yeah, and that gives me Fox and Kuzma. I'm liking the Fox part, the Kuzma. I hope he wins so I can say I'm an idiot is what I hope. <laughs> so uh, with that, uh, we move to the dunk competition. Um, I'm taking the Dreamville legend out of North Carolina Mr. DSJ, Dennis Smith Jr. Which I think he's a great pick, his first pick. I, I think he didn't put up his best showing last year, so he's got a little something to prove. I think he's in a new city than you know what he was in previously. So Not to interrupt, but the agreement we came to on this one yeah. was no one really wanted the one that I'm going to get, but it didn't matter because both of us wanted who I got first. You're pulling back the curtain. No, I'm just saying because we're drafting differently than what we did the skills challenge. I hope he this wins one. now so you can say you're an idiot. Yeah, so Actually, neither, I, I changed my mind. Neither one of us wanted one of them. I'm not going to give away who it is, but you yeah. can probably figure it out. So am I taking my two or you You're taking, taking your two next and then I'll take my last guy. So my two in order, I'm going to go ahead and take Miles Bridges would have been my second pick. I think he's got a lot of bounce. I'm hoping he throws like some lobs is what he's best at. I mean, you look at a lot of his best dunks are off like tip slams and stuff. So I'm hoping he brings a passer in with him. And then my third pick will be Hamadou Diallo, which is another Kentucky guy. You're making me pick all the Kentucky players. So um, I, I like those two picks out of the four. And that leaves me with Mr. Mister Against the World, Mr. John Collins. Right. Uh, which he's a great player, but I'm not sure he's, he's a little out of his league in this dunk contest. So this one, I don't really know how we're going to um, – I don't really know how we're going to do this, who gets to pick first. I guess since I swindled you, I let you pick first. Unless you don't want to pick first. Oh, 
You're so trying to bait me again. I'm not. We're picking two three-point shooters in this one. We got to figure. Um, our our scoring on this one is uh, combined score, and obviously, okay. if you, obviously, if you have the winner. Yeah, there's only one guy who you'd want with the first pick, and so I'm gonna go ahead and take him off the board since you were so generous. I, I really, I really. Okay, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna go Homer on me right no, there. No, no. Like I, I sorry. We get two picks. Yep. I'm going to. I'm. You're gonna, gonna steal uh, my second pick. I'm gonna do it. I'm going to Legend and Devin Booker. Yeah, that was my second pick. Yeah, I'm which t- is a good pick. I do. I, I, the only person that I could maybe put in that argument, and some people would probably disagree. Yeah, is, is the second Sweet best throws. shooter of all time. Yep. But that leads you to your Dirk Nowitzki. Previously Dirk Nowitzki, now currently <laughs> Danny Green. So I'll go ahead and take my surprise pick and take Buddy Heald. I like it. So, Which I wouldn't have been mad at you, whoever you well. Yeah, sometimes they sleep well. So uh, something we started uh, last week, I read through all of them. You can find them online. It's really easy to find. Just Google All-Star Reserves. But Irie, Steph, and Kawhi. BJ drafted Harden, MB. We each have them as well, too. And this led us to... Um, Said I wasn't going to take, but I'm going to go ahead and take Anthony no, 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 Davis. No, 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 let's go ahead and correct. <laughs> over him? Am I going to take Kyle Lowry over him? Am I going to take LaMarcus Aldridge? No. So I'm going to go ahead and mark Anthony Davis off the board, and I'm going to take him. Anthony Davis. Solid pickup. So with that, I will take. Go ahead and give me. Man, this is tough. I told you. This is what I wanted to do. I wanted to not take Anthony Davis. I've got like 72 Wildcats on my team this year. Give me give me my, my boy from the Skills Challenge. Give me Jokic. Okay. Interesting pick since we're going on scoring, and scoring is not his specialty. He neither is Duncan. Look, you GM your team, I'm a GM mine. Yeah, right? clearly it's not working out for me so far. So I'm going to take the guy. We mentioned this earlier, but somebody got traded in this. And they did. And I think being as though Westbrook and Embiid are such good friends, I think they're going to share the ball really, really well. Like Russ might share it with the rim and Embiid might try to go get it. So I'm going to go ahead and take Russ Westbrook. I think he's a sleeper or a dark horse for MVP. Not a bad pick. Huh. I'm, going to go with I'm going to go at the same position, uh, same conference even. And I'm going to take uh, Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard is a good pick. I, I think especially in All-Star Weekends, he comes to play. He can shoot it from deep. Um, and I'm trying to keep the good energy going so that I get a win in this as well, too. <laughs> um, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead with my next pick, and I'm going to take another um, guard, not from that conference, though. I'm going to go ahead and take Bradley Beal. Uh, Bradley Beal, nice. That's not a bad pickup. Beal's having a solid season. Beal's playing really, really well, especially without a couple of key pieces there. He's pretty much been carrying them. Um, I like watching them play, surprisingly enough, too. I, I do, too. Um, Sadoransky, he's fun to watch. Yeah, they're they're not bad to watch. So I'm going to go with another guard, and I'm probably going to surprise you with this one. Um, I'm going to take another Western Conference guard and go with Clay Thompson. 
That's not shocking. I, if you said surprise, I thought you were going to take Lowry. That would have been surprising. <laughs> so we only got a couple more options left, a couple more meaning about half the picks. Um, I, I don't love a ton of these guys, but we're going for scoring. I think that you've got a couple of people who are left that are decent picks. I'm going to go with LaMarcus Aldridge with the mid-range jumper. That's not a bad pick. Uh, I'm I'm going to go with this person strictly because they're an all-star type player, not because I like them. But I'm taking Blake Griffin. It's not a bad pick. I think he's, he's going been having a pretty decent. I think he's going to catch a lot of lobs too. He's he's low anymore. He doesn't get up like he used to get. So with that being said, I'm going to go to a guy who's probably going to have more assists than points, but he's also probably going to catch a couple of lobs or might have some nice cuts down the middle. Um, Sixers legend, probably not legend. Um, Kendall Jenner legend, probably not legend either. Ben, yeah, didn't she break up with him? Let's not talk about that. I was about to say, didn't she break up with him? She's probably got a new fling currently. We'll, we'll go with Ben Simmons. Not not a bad pickup. Um, I'm going to go same conference. And I'm going to take your boy Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. I'll, I'll, I've always liked his game since college. I, I thought he was solid. I didn't think it would translate into an NBA All-Star appearance, but I've, I've always liked this game. I think, surprisingly enough, this is off topic. I think he's going to be a nice piece for Team USA, too, because he plays both ends of the court and he focuses more on defense, but he can guard three or four positions in Euroball. So I, I, I don't love that pick as far as for this, but I love the player. Um, I, I'm going to go, uh, unfortunately, I have to go with another Kentucky Wildcat. I'm going to go with Carl Anthony Towns. Not bad, not bad. Uh, so with this one, I'm going to go ahead and uh, swipe my guy who's a substitute. i got to take the Louisville area guy. Uh, Victor Oladipo would have been in this spot, but uh, with him hurting his leg, being out for the season, uh, they replaced him with Louisville's own Louisville area on D'Angelo Russell, and that is who I'm going to take. So you're trading local for loco, local, not loco. Yes. Hope my, my bad on the pronunciation there. Hopefully Oladipo gets better, and I do like, even though his numbers were down this year, I like that he was voted in there. Um, Pacers are having a great season. Surprisingly enough, I did not expect that. Now, there's a couple of legends that were added in this, and I was very surprised by that because I didn't think they deserved to be in the game, so to speak. So you're skipping past the other two guys and taking a legend? I haven't made a pick yet. Maybe I'm just foreshadowing what could come. So anyways, back to my pick. I think, surprisingly enough, the other players involved are going to A, rally around them, and B, they're going to give them more opportunities than everybody else. I think there's one of those two players who are going to play more, so I'm going to take Zach Coleman's personal favorite basketball player besides Reggie Miller, Dwayne Wade. Michael Jordan. Dwayne Wade. I'm not going to lie to you. That's not really a bad pick because, well, because some, of what you said. Yeah. You, you bring up some good logic there. Um, Hopefully it doesn't shoot me in the foot. I'm going to take Kyle Lowry. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to get a younger guard there that's going to score. Is a pit bull. So you've got two options left, and those two options are Nikola Vucevic 
and Dirk Nowitzki. And based on my previous logic and your poor pronunciation of names, I'm going to go with Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. I'll take the other guy. I like it. I, I was really hoping to leave that one. Which Vucevic is having a really good v- season. Vucevic is my last pick. So Sleeper. My, my squad, I'll read them off real quick. I have LeBron. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard. Apparently, I say this wrong. Jokic, Dame Lillard, Clay Thompson, Blake Griffin, Chris Middleton, D'Angelo Russell, Kyle Lowry, and Nikola Vucevic. And listen, these are all stars. That's not a bad team. But the team that I think is going to be a great team as well is how I'll word it. I'm not going to trash talk you at all. You've I, already, you already have. The I have has been done. I have not. I, I love your team. I think it's a beautiful team. I think they're uh, very great basketball players, but they're even better men. And that's what really matters. So <laughs> I'll tell you, I've got Giannis, Harden, Embiid, PG-13, my main man Paul George, Kemba Walker as my starters. The other players I have drafted as reserves are going to be Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Dwayne Wade, Carl Anthony Towns, Dirk Nowitzki, Ben Simmons, LaMarcus Aldridge. So, I mean, to be honest with you, I'd love to have these teams like outside of just the All-Star team. That would be right. crazy. I mean... It would be fun to just watch these teams play a seven-game series, to be honest with you. Oh, man. And a lot of great players. And think about it. This was what I said to you about the All-Star. Some of these guys are, quote-unquote, young and up-and-comers. So you've got a good balance of some seasoned veterans in there. Um, it, it's going to be an intriguing matchup to me, the way they drafted it. And it's only going to get better, us doing our drafts with it. I think a lot of people at home need to do stuff like this, and they'd enjoy it a lot more, too. Absolutely. Like, that's something that, like, a lot of people are like, I don't like the NFL. You want to know how to get into the NFL? Do fantasy football. Yeah. And fantasy football will get you to wake up on Sunday and watch a team that you give zero craps about. Yep. You'll watch the Browns and the Bengals. Not, no offense to anybody. I'm, I'm really not trying to crap talk anybody. But let's say you're a person that lives in San Francisco. You're going to wake up early and watch the Browns and the Bengals because you have somebody on their team. Well, the other thing it'll do is if you don't need anger in your life, maybe don't play fantasy football because uh, there's only two things that get me that angry. Currently, it's this eight-ball pool that I've been playing with Troy and Zach (laughs) and fantasy football because you think you have a good pick and then somehow it ends up being a terrible one. Yeah, so uh, I I mentioned I took D'Angelo Russell. Uh, D'Angelo Russell had had an interesting quote come out today. Yep. Uh, you shared it. I saw a couple other people share it. Uh, D'Angelo Russell was, uh, I think, the number two pick, three pick, something like that. High pick. Uh, for the Los Angeles Lakers, um, I guess it was about four years ago now. Out of Ohio State. Uh, went to Central High School here, transferred down to Montverde. So everyone around, there's a lot of people that are our age that I know over in the Louisville area that actually know D'Angelo Russell. So it's it's great to see him playing well. He's an all-star. Uh, he's an all-star player now. Took over for Oladipo, like I said. Which I'm glad they chose him. They had a couple of options, and they actually talked about putting somebody out of the Western Conference in there. I- I'm glad they went with D'Lo. Yeah, I mean he, he he's he's playing well, and yeah. they're winning games. I mean they're they're not winning at a high clip, but. Turned around Brooklyn pretty much. I mean, I don't want to say single-handedly they've got some pieces, but he is the leader of that bunch. I mean, Joe Harris is definitely a piece. Oh, my goodness. 
a piece of garbage. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, Joe Harris is a contributor on that team. If you love Joe Harris so much, you should have drafted him in a three-point competition. You had your chance. I had, you I had to take it. Danny Green. That's, See, that's why we should have gone that's three. Boy, I gave you a chance to go three, and you only wanted to go two. So, no, it's okay. We'll still stick with two. Uh, that's okay. So, Joe. Joe can be my buddy. So there was a, a quote that came out today from D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Um, and you know they asked him about what you th- what he what he thinks about you know what Ball and Kuzma and Ingram are gone through, and he's like, I can't imagine what they're going through. Uh, if the Lakers didn't let me go, they were going to let me go now, and I'd be going through what they're going through. Right. To be honest with you, it's the best thing that happened for my career. Which? So I'm going to throw this to you. What? You're not a Lakers fan, but no. you're a huge basketball fan. Correct. What, what do you think about that quote? I think the first part of that quote could not be more spot on. I, I think that is, you know, what what you've got to take into mind is the age involved with all of those players. These Absolutely. are these are not these are young men is how we'll word it. They're yeah. young men who have played basketball their entire life and life has not hit them so to speak like it has other people. And when you hear and you don't understand what business is like and you hear of a team shopping you around and trying to get other assets, you automatically take it personally. And what happens when you take it personally is it affects your team chemistry, it affects your mentality, and most importantly, it affects you on the defensive end of the court because you're still trying to get yours on the offensive end of the ball. So D'Lo probably hit the nail on the head, and I'm surprised he said it because, you know, I don't think – L.A. is a place that he can probably go back to now. No. <laughs> He's kind of closed that coffin. But it's tough to argue with what he said. No, and you got to wonder now if you're the Lakers, man, would you rather have him or Ball? Right. I know it's hindsight's twenty twenty, but let's be honest. I mean, I think I'd rather have Russell. Man, he's playing really well. There's no real argument on the other side of that currently. Yeah, I mean, the only thing you can say is maybe the chemistry would be bad because of what happened to make them – because they really had no choice in the move because of what had happened. Right. None of the team, none of the players trusted him after what happened on something off the court. Um, they called him a snitch and all that stuff. and it Which just, he was, rightfully so. You can't do what he did. He can't, but, uh, I mean – he single-handedly freed up Iggy Azalea for all of the young men in America. So uh, how is that a, on the back. Yeah, but how's that a bad thing? I know, I'm saying you got to pat him on the back. So it's it's he was in the wrong, but thank you. I appreciate so, that. I'm actually going to piggyback exactly what you said. Yeah. I mean, he 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 couldn't have hit it more on squarely on the head. Um that's what happens when when you you're on these teams and you have players that I mean, when you're young and to be honest with you, if he's playing like this and he's still in L.A., I don't agree with it. Right. I don't think he's actually getting shopped around because I think at that point that it's – he's actually a piece we can keep. Well, if he is getting shopped around, I think the names that would be in that conversation would be a that's pat also, on the back. That's which, also true. Yeah, he's not going to take it that way, but that's how I look at it. And so if he is getting shopped around, then his name's definitely going to be, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll take him for sure. Mike Conley maybe might be in there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Jeez, are we trading him for Smush Parker? Yeah. Come on now, Jesus. I Christ. wish we, we got to get video up at some point because our faces on a couple of these today have been priceless. <laughs> oh, dude, when I hit you with that with that okey oh. doke on the skills challenge, I'm uh, still steaming. Hook, line, and sinker, man. You literally took that. Don't hook, line, and sinker me like it was. I didn't know the rules. I did. If I would have. Clearly, out of the big guys, there was Listen a better option. You guys hearing him complain over here? Like we didn't go through everything oh before we started this. I I said it multiple times. Do you want first pick in this or the dunk? I'm confident in my team. I don't know what you're saying. I'm complaining about. I think your team is a great team. As I've said, they're high character individuals. Here we go. Here we go. So <laughs> that moves us apart. Moves us along to a. Another part that we've been pretty excited about, and we've actually gotten a lot of votes in. Uh, Keep them coming. Yes, because we're gonna we're gonna do this one, and um, we're actually going to do the next three all in one. So we'll do this one. We'll do these for a shorter amount of time. And this is what I want everybody to do. Everybody has a dog in this fight. Whether it's your personal favorite player, whether it's a guy who you think single handedly has to win, whether it's a local guy. Share some of these posts whenever you get them. Absolutely. And literally tell people who to vote for. If they don't vote for that person, that's up to them. But it's going to create good conversation at this point. So let's see how many votes we can get on these. Absolutely. So we went through and tallied it all together. Our hand, both of our hands are hurting. Uh, we feel like we feel like Florida when they recounted a bunch of times with <laughs> with Gore and, and, and George W. Bush. And uh, we've come to our Elite Eight. Yep. Um, with a – let me pull this up because I wrote it down. You going percentages this time? With a uh, 68% to 32% win, we have Dominique Wilkins beating Aaron Gordon, uh, which is kind of surprising. I, I don't I don't think that I would put Dominique Wilkins as a better dunker than Aaron Gordon, but hmm. I, I think – I think they're kind of similar, but if we're going as more of what a person can do, I'd probably go Aaron Gordon. Dunks have changed now. I, I think the power, and, and actually Zach had mentioned this to us, depends on how you grade a dunk. Your brother brought it up. What are the you know critiquing platforms for it? It's whatever you want to do. Exactly. We, we don't want to critique you in any way. We want you to say, yep, that's who I think is the better dunker. Yep. And whatever gets you to that point, Unless it's something ridiculous that just doesn't make sense. Which I'm still okay with. Which says that you think that Tracy McGrady is a better dunker than Vince Carter. Clearly. Yeah. Then, okay. But because there's this one, this next one brought some controversy in the first round. The second one, I don't think really anyone disagrees with. Uh, but Dale Griffith with a landslide victory, 80, 83% to 17% over Russell Westbrook. Which his first round was tougher with Clyde Drexler. Once he won that one, I was kind of like you said. I was not going to be surprised when he beats Westbrook. Yeah, which moves us down to the next one. We had Jason Richardson against Blake Griffin, which is a matchup that I would like to see in a dunk contest, to be honest with you. I would. In their prime, obviously. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And surprisingly, because I thought that more people would just remember the, the newer – era type stuff and that's what I kind of worried about with a lot of this because we're both younger guys that a lot of the people would only remember the newer era type stuff Jason Richardson sneaks out a win 52 to 48 percent 
Well, Drew's a close one. It's like you said, both these guys won on a 75 percentile on the first one, so you knew it was going to be tight coming into it. The next one kind of hurts because uh, BJ mentioned this earlier. If he's facing anyone else in this, he's probably winning. Yeah, I um, think so. That's my opinion. And you got Dr. J going against Vince Carter in the second round, which may be one of the best dunk matchups ever. I, I, Style I, and finesse yeah, to it. Absolutely. And Vince Carter wins in a landslide 81 to 19%. Which I said this sarcastically earlier, but I think my family, uh, you know, probably 70% of those votes for Dr. J were uh, from my family. Well, no, you remember you had, I had my, my buddy Eric was on there saying, man, I wish everybody wasn't so young. Yeah. I, there, there comes to a point with stuff like this, like dunk contest stuff and, and stuff like that, I really feel like it's hard to blame that on youth most of the time. And because you can go back and watch these, these dunk contests are on YouTube. Yeah, it's. I mean, I remember the Vince Carter dunk contest. I've watched Dr. J's dunks. I've seen Dr. J dunking games. Right, phenomenal dunker. But if you ask me at the end of the day, do I think he's a better dunker than Vince Carter? No, I don't. Yeah, I. I don't. That's a tough one. It's like we said. It's two different styles of dunks. With Vince dunking over a seven footer and uh, Dr. J dunking from the free throw line. Like how many people can do each of those? See, here, here's what didn't make sense to me because we talk about Julius Irving dunking from the free throw line. Yeah, don't and say he, it. And he smashes Zach Levine in the first round. And Zach Levine did a between-the-legs dunk from the free-throw line. It was well inside. Well, so was Dr. J's dunk, though. Yeah, his foot on the line. But but still, <clears throat> I, I'm with you. They, they're probably tougher critiques. I like a tough judge in a dunk contest because it's like anything else. It's like uh, Dave Portnoy with the Barstool Sports Pizza reviews. If you're giving out tens all day, you got a problem. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy. Biggest love, fan. Biggest fan. So the next round we had, we had uh, <clears throat> small guy against small hands, Spud Webb against jo- Josh Smith, and this one kind of surprised you. It did. <clears throat> Spud uh, is underwhelming to me, though. No- nothing against Spud, but it's like you well, said. It's because you're tall. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd agree there's some bias involved there, but it's exactly what you said. You can go back and watch these dunk contests, and I'm not saying it's not impressive how high he's getting up. I'm saying the dunks he's doing are not that impressive to me. So are we grading on scale of difficulty, or are we grading on what's actually going on in front of us? It's the same thing I said about Nate Robinson, though. Yeah, I think I think it kind of has to go hand-in-hand hand with that because a lot of the guys that are your height that are – Using that creativity, I mean, that small guy has to figure is still using creativity. He just has to use it in a way of, okay, this is what I have to do with my height. Right. Well, I think the guys who are really at a disadvantage are the seven footers, or the six ten, the Dwight Howards, the people like. Because think about well, see, it. See, that's what made Aaron Gordon so good. Because yeah. Aaron Gordon's a big man, but Aaron Gordon still did stuff that was like mind boggling. Yeah, stuff that I probably couldn't do if I was sitting on the ground and him bringing his knees up to his chest like that and putting the ball under. Like I don't think I could do that on the, the ground. The one with <laughs> the mascot spinning on the hoverboard and he's timing, dude. I mean. There was the, the it wasn't really a debate because Tony and I agreed and I think you agreed with it as well but uh, John actually disagreed with us. 
I, if you go back and watch it, and I challenge anyone to do this yeah. that really wants to argue against this, because I'll hear it. I'll hear your arguments, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've watched them. The 2016 dunk contest with Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. To me, there's never been a better dunk contest. The it, it was literally heavyweight punch after heavyweight punch. The two dunks that those dunkers were doing were were at a time in 2016 where you thought you had seen everything. We saw stuff we had never seen. How often do you see dunk contests go to overtimes too? And, and rarely. To be honest with you, I didn't think it was over then. No, I I don't know how many more you could do. That's why I think yeah. they called it. And I think the person who won, you know, there, it was a questionable vote, so to speak. But Spud Webb edged out Josh Smith, fifty-six to forty-four, which led us to one that kind of surprised you, but also made you a little happy. Uh, Daryl Dawkins smashed Larry Nance 76-24. Yep, I, I told you previously on the last episode, met Daryl Dawkins, so I was glad to see him win. Obviously, I've got some love for Larry Nance being a former Cav as well, too, but um, Larry Nance could get up. I mean, if anybody who's yeah. seen his son, he's got a similar dunking style to him, but um, probably even more elevation of power. Now, uh, I'm not going to say I told you so on the next one, but I told you so. <laughs> Um, I told you that this would be a landslide, and sounds like you've got a lot of sodium in your diet currently. I, I, I don't actually, <laughs> because I like both both of these players. I, I Why? do. LeBron is obviously my favorite player to everyone that knows me, but if you knew me as a young child, Michael Jordan was my hero. I think our buddy DJ Gatewood sent out the troops and uh, asked a ton of people to vote as well. Absolutely, he did. absolutely, and um, and he told him to look up. In the history books, <laughs> look look it up in the history books, people. Review the tapes. Michael Jordan never got calls and never complained. He never complained about calls or anything. I got a chuckle out of all that. It was I loved it. Everyone said I was softy, but I was right. Look, see, in your own head, I am, and that's all that matters. That's right. LeBron got smashed in this voting, seventy nine to twenty one percent, and. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and stand on that hill and try to... The voting's already over. There's no point in it. I voted for LeBron. BJ didn't. But, hey, you know what? I still think LeBron's a better dunker, but, hey. So, I went to the vote because we didn't want this to be a biased thing where we were just going to move on who we wanted to move on. We wanted this to have everyone else join in and help us with who we were going to move forward. Which, by the way, if we would have just done it the way we were referring to, I don't think we we still might be talking about that one to this day. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Because you actually said that some people told you that they thought we should have done this bracket and debated it on here. I said, dude, we'd have a five-hour podcast. Right. We wouldn't be able to finish it. We, it would literally only be about this dunker. Yeah. It, I, I know you are very passionate about this one. I know I've got a lot of points on my side of you. I, I think it's like you said, we could be here for a while with yeah. that one. The next one is another one that I don't really agree with. It's uh, the person losing. But I get why he lost. Like this one, I can see more than the last one. Uh, I voted for him. I voted for the loser on Facebook and Twitter. That's cheating. It's not cheating. It's just doubling it up. Yeah. I don't have the other platform. Hey, you snooze, you lose. It's my fault. (laughs) 
By the way, I, w I wish you guys could see this conversation that my buddies are having in a group text that keeps popping up on my screen. Uh -oh. I'm not going to mention it on here, but I'm definitely going to crack up about this after <laughs> we get off here. Uh, but we had Sean Kemp uh, advancing past Zion Williamson uh, by a percentage of 64 to 36. Uh, two very similar dunkers. I think that Zion has a little bit more creativity, but hey, I love Sean Kim too because of the Alton Lister dunk where he points at him. That's one of my favorite dunk faces ever. Yeah, power on power. It's like you yeah. said. I, I like this one too because we haven't seen yet how great Zion can be, and we already know what he can do now, but let's see him do it for a little while. Absolutely. So that leaves us with our matchups uh, going in for round three. We have Dominique Wilkins against Daryl Griffith, uh, Jason Richardson against Vince Carter, Spud Webb against Daryl Dawkins, Michael Jordan against Sean Kemp. And I, I, I'm gonna, t I'm not gonna guess on here, but I think I can kind of figure out where our championship's gonna be. It could be. I, I think it's like I we think, said. I think you're gonna be happy either way. It's all I'm gonna say. Oh, I think it's it's a great bracket. I still go back to I, I like the fact that we didn't see them. You know, there there could have been different outcomes in this, and we could have made a million brackets, and it all could have been different. But the way it is right now, it's a lot of fun. We had a great first round, an even better second round, and now our third and fourth rounds are going to be probably the best of yet to come. Yeah. So that moves forward to I have another beef. Um, I Which told is a good one. I, I told I told you guys this was not, this was going to be non sports related, and it is. Uh, those of you that are close to me uh, know that my favorite actor is Will Smith, and recently Disney released um, a trailer for Aladdin. The what is it? Live live action Aladdin. I think is what it's called. Trash. Yeah, I'm, BJ's not even going to let me get to my point because BJ is an anti-Disney person. Yeah, not because of anything religious or anything like that because Disney is for babies. For b -b 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 babies. Let me ask you a question here, BJ, before I get to my beef. Greatest Disney movie of all time. No. Papali, Invincible. No, I'm not, that's not what I'm asking. It's a classic. That's the only good But Disney I will movie. ask you this, and then I'm going to ask you another question. What's, your, okay. what's the best Disney cartoon? I don't know. How do you not at least have one that you were like when you were a kid that you loved? Because I'm 30. It, it doesn't matter. I can name you thousands of them. Not thousands, but I can name you. I could probably name you 30 or 40 at least that I love. That's a Disney, lot. Disney, I still watch them today. I love Disney movies. I fall asleep when my niece and nephew turn on TV. I said, wake me up when it's over. I'm, I'm a little hurt that you don't even have one. One Disney cartoon. I don't know any of them. Toy Story is not one of them. Toy Story. You're saying a movie? That's a mo movie or cartoon, TV? cartoon? Cartoon. No, I don't got any. Invincible is the greatest Disney movie of all time. This has got to be a joke. Man. Invincible. This Check it out, be, guys. Guys, I'm so sorry that I added him to this because <laughs> that's not even the best Disney Philadelphia Eagles movie. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's way better than yours. No, it is not better than the garbage-picking, field-goal-kicking Philadelphia phenomenon with that Tony Danza. That wasn't a bad one, but... Yeah, you see what I did there? No, no I said that wasn't a bad one. I didn't say it was better. It's better. In, in this case, I don't have to worry about my previous picks being judged by the juju involved with this, so I'm going to say you're wrong in this. <laughs> you're wrong. 
If we went to if we went to Philly, they would probably take your side because <laughs> because because Invincible was actually based on true events. I think they'd throw batteries at us and call us probably call us Santa Claus. Probably actually, but my other question was okay. You said Disney is for babies, so I guess that makes you a baby. Yes. You know why? Because I like Chris D'Elia. Because you, they own ESPN. Oh! <laughs> you see what I just did there? Yeah, but... Disney's for babies, BJ, but you love ESPN. I'm glad that I watch more TNT NBA basketball. I do watch a lot of college <laughs> basketball on there. Yeah. yeah. And actually, Mac did tell me about all that, because whenever they were firing people and everything, I was trying to get a job when they were firing people. It's bad timing. <laughs> so, that moves me forward to my beef now, because I had to do that in there. Yeah, I got you. I'm tired of these people bashing my guy Will Smith being genie. I don't think he thinks he can live up to Robin Williams. That's not something he's ever said. Okay, Robin. So that's Williams, where the complaint is. That's where the complaint is. Oh, that's a yeah. That's a tough because think about it. He's there's n- nobody to say the other side of that. So yeah, I mean, Robin Williams is gone. Yeah, R.P. And yeah, I, I love I love Robin Williams. Robin Williams is great, another great actor. But that's what I'm saying. Think about it. Everybody who passes away will always be looked at. I mean, who are you going to get that's going to do better? Who are you going to get to be the genie that's going to do better than him? Yeah, you asked me to watch the trailer, and I watched the trailer, and I thought, you know what? Like, this looks like a comical version of Will Smith. I liked it. I thought originally when I had saw the picture, you know, I, when I think of the genie, I think of like a a stronger, bigger genie. I don't know why I think that. I could be completely wrong. But it seemed like Will Smith felt the build on this. I, I thought that, to me, like it – did you expect him to look like Will Smith? Like, did you want him to look like a regular person instead of be blue like the genie? The genie was blue in the movie back in the day. Right. The cartoon, the genie was blue. What do you like? I really don't get where people are coming from with the car, with the argument. Obviously, people don't know what genies look like in real life. I, I mean, mean I've clearly, seen, come on. I've seen thousands of genies. I've seen the best genies. This is a great genie. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's a bad genie. No, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely getting. By the way, I'm definitely getting your best Disney cartoon before we leave here. Not on the recording, but you're gonna think of one before we leave, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, it's this," and then I'll feel okay. Wreck It Ralph. Not a, not a bad choice. I like Wreck It Ralph. As my little nephew's favorite movie of all time. I'm probably. gonna wreck it. it from what you, from what you say about your nephew, that's what he does to everyone on the basketball court. He wants to wreck it. He's averaging about fifteen a game. He's playing up too, isn't he? Yeah, he's playing with the seven and eight year olds, and he's, he's only averaging five. fifteen points. Yeah, it's baller. pretty nice. That's baller. So, guys, sorry we took so long in between episodes. We'll try to get another one in this weekend, uh, maybe Friday. Maybe we'll try to do. Um, <clears throat> but I'm excited for this weekend. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, as far as the All-Star weekend, the, we're going to that game at Murray State. Um, but, guys, keep liking, keep sharing, keep voting. Share those. Uh, we'll keep putting these out. And um, I guess I guess we're not going to get hit with one today. Are we, we're not because I wasn't ready. And once again, I completely forgot about my good juju. I don't want to tell people what's going on either. It's all, it's all good. But, guys, keep liking, keep sharing, try to stay warm because it is chilly out there again. At least it's not raining today, though. Yeah, for 12 days straight. Yeah. I felt like we were in Noah's Ark there for a minute. 
So, guys, I'm thanks. worried about my basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed this one. I can't wait to move the rest of this bracket forward and then watch my team smash BJ's in the All Star game this weekend. Bad juju. Later.